Welcome to Hello Easton PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiba Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hi, I'm Mark Nutting, and today I'm here with Kim McCullough of Cellar Beast Winehouse. Hi, Kim. Hi, Mark. How's it going? Good. Good. Thanks. <laughs> so, Cellar Beast Winehouse. Yes. Tell me about it. Sure. So, we are a winery. We wanted to do something a little bit different in Pennsylvania. We have two locations. Our main location with our production space is in a little town called Andres, which is kind of north nearly Highton. And then we also have a small tasting room in Easton, Pennsylvania. Um, we focus on traditional French-inspired wines. We do things a little differently. We bring all of our, we bring most of our grapes in from the West Coast, Oregon, Washington, Northern California. We don't have the climate and the soil structure in Pennsylvania to produce those high-quality wines that we like to specialize in. Mm-hmm. Um, we really focus on an, educa- on an educational aspect with our tasting rooms and with our grapes. When customers come into our wine house, we want everybody to feel really, really comfortable. We want to be able to guide our customers through an incredible guided tasting experience. We have all sommeliers on staff. Um, we have level four sommeliers from Wine School of Philadelphia, UC Davis, um, level three. and. What that does is it imparts an incredible knowledge about their craft. Mm-hmm. So when customers come in, we like to have them go through an incredible guided tasting experience with one of our sommeliers. We want them to be comfortable to ask questions. We want them to learn new things about wine and wine regions and where grapes come from and how the wines are produced. We want them to learn about new varietals of wine that they didn't even know that they enjoyed. We want to show the Pennsylvania wine scene that you can create incredible traditional dry wines in this region. It doesn't all have to be sweet. Um, Our customers have been incredibly appreciative of our approach, and it's been exciting to watch everything grow. Great. The the tastings with the sommelier. Yeah. Uh, And that's that's both in the the Eastern location and the other location? Yes, both locations. Both locations, okay. Do you you advertise when those are happening? We do. So customers can book a reservation for one of their, for a wine tasting anytime they want on our website. Um, You can get to our website, sellerbeastwine.com. And on there, you can choose to book a reservation for a tasting in either location, in either Andres or in Easton. Um, you can also walk in and ask for a guided tasting as well. If you are interested in doing a tour, which we offer in our main location in Andres, just because it's bigger, um, we definitely recommend booking those in advance. But yeah, you can have them at either location. Uh, tell me about how you came to be in Easton. Sure. So we came to Easton because our model of incredible customer service 
with incredible wine and education in our Andrea's location was working. And customers, our customers were so open to what we had to offer and what we were showing them that we wanted to expand. We wanted to branch out a little bit. We researched a few other locations. We were looking in Allentown and Bethlehem and some other areas around. Um, but we were just really attracted to the small town vibe of Easton. We really liked how everything was focused around the circle and mm -hmm. that the city was walkable. And we were excited to bring our wine tastings and what we have to offer to the city of Easton. Oh, great. And how long have you been open downtown in Easton? Sure. We opened up our Easton location in April of 2022. So about a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how long has Cellar uh, wine, Cellar Bees Wine Cellar House. Wine House, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Cellar Bees Wine House. Yeah. Uh, how long has the other location been open? Yeah, so we opened that in May of 2021. So we're okay. still relatively young as a business. Yeah. We opened up in the middle of the pandemic. We thought it would be a fun adventure to uh, <laughs> start something when the rest of the world was crashing down around us. Yeah, mm, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in the, how are you finding the reception here in, in Easton itself? Yeah, so the reception in Easton has been great. It's been a little slow going in terms of um, getting people to even know that we're down there. Our mm -hmm. incredible space, it's located in between the Circle and the River, 159 Northampton Street. Um, the reception's been great. People are excited to see what we have to offer. When people walk in, they don't necessarily know what we are at first. Um, you know, is it a bar? Is it a winery? What's happening here? But that's right where, you know, our incredible team comes to play and they are really quick to explain the different wine offerings that we have and the wine tastings that we have. And the customers have been incredibly open to everything that we're doing. We've seen a ton of customers who come to our Easton space, enjoy the wine, and then visit our main Andrews location because they want to get a little bit further depth into seeing what we're doing on the production side. They want to do a tour. They want to see what we're currently producing in our barrels. Yeah. It's so in, let's, let's talk about the Eastern location particularly. Sure. Uh, the, um, are you, do you offer food as well? We offer small bites. So cheese and crackers, some chips and salsa, small yeah. plates. We do encourage customers to bring their own food in. If you want to stop out and get some takeout from one of the incredible restaurants in Easton, we definitely encourage that. All, all things small business are <laughs> always super exciting for us. Um, yeah. So customers can bring their own food in. But yeah, so we definitely have some small plates that if you're interested in having a little snack while you're doing your wine tasting, we offer that. So let's talk about your wines. Sure. Um, the, I mean, I know you mentioned uh, drier wines. Yes. And is that what you specialize in? Absolutely. We specialize in traditional French-inspired dry wines. Yeah. Um, we source all of our grapes from the best AVAs, which are the American viticulture areas in the country. And we make internationally award-winning wines. One of our wines, the Dark Angel, which is definitely our flagship wine, mm -hmm. it just received double gold from the Sonoma Sunset International Wine Competition. Cool. It was rated 97 points out of 100, which is incredible. Our head yeah. winemaker, Matt Check, he is magic with what he does. He is so incredibly knowledgeable and he is so 
passionate with his wine production and what he's able to do with the grapes are Mm -hmm. incredible. So tell me about how you went about finding your people, the sommeliers, the the wine uh, producers, uh, you know, uh, I guess I'm going to make an assumption here that Pennsylvania wine is not like recognized as as being a real big thing. Right. Uh, So how did you go about finding the right people here in Pennsylvania? Yeah, great question. So we first met Matt while we were actually looking at a different winery that was for sale in the fall of 2020. Um, My husband, Aaron, and I, we were just looking at some properties that were for sale, some bigger space properties. And we found this one farm that we fell in love with that sat on 100 acres. It was beautiful. And it had a vineyard and a winery down at the bottom of this property. We didn't know anything about wine production. We didn't know anything about vineyards. The owner of that property put us in touch with Matt Check. He said, I know a guy who makes incredible wine. We then had a meeting with Matt and Matt is infectious. (laughs) We Mm -hmm. are, my husband Aaron and I, we are people, people through and through. And Matt, he's a level four sommelier from Wine School of Philadelphia. His focus has always been dry wines and Mm -hmm. traditional French inspired wines. And my husband and I always preferred dry wines. We never liked any sweet wines or anything like that. Um, and Matt was able to show us how he was able to produce these incredible war winning wines. And we formulated a business plan together and we started looking for different properties for sale. We were outbid on that particular property and that's where we found our production space and our main tasting room in Andrews. We purchased that property and Matt came on board as our head winemaker and as our general manager. And he knew a few people that he brought along with the team. Brian Crew, he's another one of our incredible winemakers. He um, really specializes and focuses on Bordeaux blends. And then another one of our winemakers, Mark Pagliaro, he also had a relationship with Matt in the past, making wines with him. He has his sommelier training from UC Davis. Brian also has his sommelier from his sommelier training from Wine School of Philadelphia. So Matt was able to bring them on board to help us produce our incredible wines. From there, we started to get a reputation as just a really kind of cool, unique place. And since then, we've brought other team members on board who have gone on to get their Somali training. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Gratch, he's phenomenal. He is our tasting room manager right now. He has since gone on and gotten his level one and his level two um, sommelier certification. So he's on board with that. A few of our other part-time, um, our part-time tasting room staff, they've gone on to receive, to get their sommelier training as well. Okay. So uh, let's Talk about your name. Sure. Cellar Beast. Yeah. Where where did Cellar Beast come from? Yeah. So we were going back and forth on some names. Um, Picking a name for a business is really hard. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We actually originally started off with the name Noble Beast Winehouse. But then 
we realized that there was a brewery in Ohio with the same name and we didn't want there to be any conflict. So we were trying to come up with a new different name for this. We knew we wanted wine house as opposed to winery mm-hmm. um, or vineyard. We Wine house just depicts friendlier. It depicts more community. Mm-hmm. It depicts more of a gathering. And so we definitely wanted wine house. And then Matt and Brian and Mark in before they were working with us, they referred to themselves as the beast winemakers. Ah, okay. And, um, you know, the cellar, that's where things happen, the wine cellar. Okay. So it kind of just formed into that cellar beast winehouse. And it's um, it's catchy. Good. <laughs> that's great. I love, the, I love hearing how people name, yeah. you know, everything. Uh, let's take a little shift and and talk about you Kim yeah. and your family and sure. and so you have not been doing this that long we've not you know so what, what what inspired you first off to delve into wine sure so i used to be an elementary education teacher so my background is in education my husband is and my husband Aaron he's an mba business manager he's been man- managing large businesses for years and we've always been together. We've always been very entrepreneurial. We have always appreciated small businesses. Both of our families, both of our parents own small businesses. Small business has always been something that has kind of been something that we wanted to do and own for ourselves. We have just been waiting for some of the right opportunities. So we were looking at that one property that I mentioned earlier that was for sale without any intention of starting a winery. <laughs> we just were looking for property with land. Oh, yeah. And when we started talking with Matt, we realized that there could be a future business there. Um, we were incredibly inspired by Matt's passion. And mm-hmm. we definitely knew that with his passion and our business background, we would definitely be able to make something that was a blockbuster. So it was really more serendipitous that it was just suddenly going, ooh, here's the path. It really was. It kind of came out of nowhere. And we looked to see what we could do to make it all happen. And all of the pieces fell into place. Um, and yeah, it was. It was incredibly serendipitous. We have since learned a ton about wine, <laughs> way yeah, more I'm about sure. wine and the yeah. production of wine that we e- more than we ever knew was possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where are you from originally? Sure. So I grew up in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Okay, so and local. Yeah, yeah, local. Um, my husband grew up in York, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, you know, not too far. Um, yeah, we have three daughters. Our oldest is 11, our middle is nine, and then we have a little one who's five. So it's been a, a big family affair, you know. We, my, hu- my husband and the three girls, we're out of the winery every weekend, and we're talking with customers, and the customers have really gotten to know our family, and they've really gotten to know our girls, which has been really fun watching our customers develop relationships with the kids. Mm -hmm. And then what's even more satisfying has been watching our staff become our family members. They are our family and our children look at them as family members. And, you know, our kids will go up and tell Matt or Brian or Aaron or any of our other team members, you know, everything that happened at school that day. And it's, been really fun watching that happen. That was completely unexpected. Just watching how it all comes together. I had this sudden flash of Lucy 
uh, stomping on the grapes and just picturing your family with a, you know, right. your, your staff all stomping grapes uh -huh. together. Yeah. Um, although I'm pretty sure that doesn't happen <laughs> anymore. No stomping on grapes. <laughs> no, no stomping on grapes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, what a disappointment. I, I know. Everybody vision. asks, when do you stomp on the grapes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so you uh, were from the area. Mm -hmm. You uh, went to school for education. So, yeah, so my husband and I, we met, we both went to Bucknell University undergrad. We, Aaron was an engineer. Um, I actually studied political science. And then my husband was also ROTC through college. So he then was in the army. He was in the military in the army for five years. He trained at various bases over the country and then was down in Louisiana, Fort Polk, Louisiana for huh, four years. Um, I moved down there with him. And he was deployed out of Louisiana and then came back. And then after he came back from Iraq, then we moved up to Ithaca, New York. And we both had jobs up there. I was, what was in Ithaca? Why Ithaca? Yeah. So he got an engineering job. Oh, he okay. had gotten out of the army after he came back from Iraq. His um, ROTC obligation was complete. So we, he took an engineering job up there. I got a teaching job up there. It was a beautiful section of the country, which interestingly enough is a huge wine region as well. Mm. Um, we definitely didn't take anywhere near as advantage of it as <laughs> we probably should have, but yeah. it was <laughs> just different time of our lives. While he was up there, he got his MBA from Cornell and that really delved, that's when he really started to delve into all things business and mm -hmm. business management and um, the growth of businesses. And um, we moved to Allentown in 2012. Okay. So we've been here for, you know, about and, 12 years now. And when you moved down here, you picked up a teaching job here? So I did not. I had my oldest daughter when we were in Ithaca. Right. And so I was doing educational sales and part-time consulting from home. So I was able to focus on just doing some part-time educational work while I was also home with my daughter. Yeah. So. Uh, other than raising kids, which yeah. is, can be a full-time job. It is. The, uh, <laughs> what other things do you like doing? Yeah. So, um, very all involved in horseback riding. Um, I okay. horseback ride, my three daughters horseback ride. We, was that the farm while you were looking at that a farm? Is, that's exactly why we were looking at the farm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, during the pandemic, everything was pushed outside and those were all activities that we were able to enjoy mm -hmm. outside and we were thinking what better than having a big plot of land where we can have horses in our backyard and so you, you, know, you do own the horses we don't well, okay <laughs> hopefully in you know in the future right now you're just renting them <laughs> right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um my kids are involved in a ton of sports they play field hockey they swim on the swim team uh, we love doing outside activities together as a family we like hiking we like being on the water um, so yeah. Well, great. What have I missed? I really wanted to focus on just talking about my incredible staff because they're incredible. Um, our incredible customers. What, what, yes, we're you're talking about staff. Yeah. You know, there's, there's in business, we always talk about the business culture. Yeah. Can you describe the, the culture of Cellar Beast Winehouse? Sure. So it's definitely a very fun, unique vibe. Um, when you come up to either one of our locations, our team is 
so vivacious. They're always smiling and everybody's always laughing and it's just really relaxed and it's comfortable and it's not prestigious and it's not stuffy. We are welcoming. We want all of our customers to have the best experience. When you walk into our Andrews location, there's a fireplace and in the winter the fireplace is going and there's local art on the walls and it's just comfortable mm-hmm. is what I would say. Well, back to the wine house. You, yeah. you wanted to make that uh, a hangout Absolutely. You know, place. Absolutely. Uh, and it's beautiful. I mean, the scenery up there, it's incredible and it's really quiet. It's a small rural setting where our... Andrew's location, it sits on five and a half acres. Um, and it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's quiet. And it really is a nice place to come and relax and enjoy each other's company. We really want everybody who comes to have a great time and to learn something. Do you, I mean, I've never been to your main location. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like your downtown has the same vibe? Yes and no. It's different. It's more of um, it's more of a city vibe. You don't get that same hangout in nature feel yeah. like you do at our main location. Instead, you come and you hang out, but our space is still super cozy. It's small. It's intimate. There's still local art on the walls. Um, there's it's very conversational. Mm-hmm. So there's always conversations going on between our team members and our customers. It's very back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's comfortable and inviting, welcoming. Both yeah. spaces, just different. One's a little bit more naturey. One's a little bit more small city vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About your about your wines in general. Going yeah. back to the the wine itself, you know, uh, the you had a signature wine. Or... Yeah. So our Dark Angel, Dark Angel is definitely, I'd say, our flagship wine. So that Dark Angel. What is Dark Angel? No kind of wine is that? Yeah, sure. So it is a Carmenere blend with a little bit of Petit Verdot in there. And the Carmenere notes, it's in, it imparts a lot of peppery notes. Um, you get some green peppers and black peppercorn. And it's just a really, really bold wine that's unlike anything anybody has had okay. before. I'd say it's easily, hands down, the best wine made on the East Coast. Yep. I don't think anybody could even come close to fighting with that and it will hands down rival most of the wine that's made on the west coast as well um it's has smooth finishes it's it's phenomenal oh okay that that now was on my list of <laughs> wines i have to pick up so thank you for that uh the other i mean so you do what what other wines do you do sure you, you do cabernet because you brought me a bottle Absolutely. thank you so much yeah you're welcome <laughs> so we really we specialize in we really specialize in our in our reds. Um, our Cabernet yeah. Sauvignon is phenomenal. We just released a Malbec last or a couple weeks ago. We just released that. Um, our Midnight Archer and our Grand Melange those are also um, our premier label wines. We don't have any more of those in stock right now, so you need to stick around as we <laughs> keep the production of those going. We have a phenomenal Pinot Noir. We um, on our white spectrum, we have a phenomenal Chardonnay reserve. We just released our new Sauvignon Blanc reserve. We have a Pinot Gris as opposed to a Pinot Grigio. Um, the Pinot Gris is the French style of making the wine. It's the same grape as a Pinot Grigio, which is what more people are familiar with. Um, we use a French yeast strain. 
and it uh, definitely has a nice longer lingering finish. Um, we have local ciders. As we have homemade ciders as well. We also yeah. we source all local apples and we make dry ciders that are also really unique and different. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things uh, I wanted to, you know, let you know that I noticed yeah. is, yeah, your your knowledge of the wines certainly seems to be fairly in depth. So you you, how did you and your husband go and learn so much? Was it just from uh, the people you brought on, or did you? take any courses? Did you just stick your head in a book? Sure. Where did you learn all this? Yeah. So we learned the majority of what we know now know from our team members, from Matt and Brian and Mark. We, they've just taught us so much and just being hands-on in the process. My husband, Aaron, he completed his level one sommelier training through the wine school of Philadelphia. He start he uh, did that. So he is well on his way of, you know, getting his official sommelier training. I have not completed my level one course yet. I'm in the middle of it. So when that is finished, then I will also have my level one sommelier training mm-hmm. certificate from Wine School of Philadelphia. So that's exciting. Um, we've purchased more wine books and <laughs> all kinds of things. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, I, well, you know, here's, here's a quick history of Mark's wine drinking. Uh, for the people who are as old as I am, you know, started off with, with Boone's Farm. Right, right. And, you know, you work... As everybody work, does. <laughs> as everybody does. And work your way up from there. Actually, it wasn't until I met my wife that uh, I had even really got into the Reds. Okay. Uh, so it, it's an it's been an interesting journey in, in uh, learning about them. And I, I think wine tastings are one of the best things you can do because then, then it's a side-by-side comparison. Sometimes Absolutely. I'll, you know, I'll taste a nice wine, but then you, you, you kind of going, well, then I'd like to compare that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and oftentimes that's not possible. So, but if you set up the wine tastings, those are fun and fun to do. Exactly. And that's exactly what our wine tastings will do. You will be able to do a side-by-side comparison across several different types of wines and our yeah. sommeliers and our team members, they will walk you through how each wine was made. They will talk to you about where the specific grapes for this particular varietal were sourced. They will talk to you about the different notes and the different characteristics of each wine. They will talk to you about what wines pair well with certain foods. And you'll really be able to compare the different varietals that you're trying. And mm-hmm. our goal is to have you leaving this experience feeling more knowledgeable about the different types of wines that you like. So you can obviously buy bottles of wine from us and bring them home with you to enjoy. But then the next time you go out to eat and you're looking at a wine list or the next time that you're in a different store that's selling wine, you're able to say to yourself, oh, I remember that the Cabernet Sauvignon imparts these notes and that the Malbec is different because of this. And, you know, you'll be able to take that knowledge that you learned and pick something that you enjoy. Yeah. And then come back and share that with us because we love hearing all of the different wines that you're tasting elsewhere also. That's great. Thoughts of of where you're going to be in five years? Yeah. So we're really looking right now on expanding our commercial sales and our distribution channels. We 
have taken the past two and a half years that we've been in business and we've really expanded our production of our wines and we've expanded our space up in Andrews. Um, we just built a huge new addition onto that space where we can do private parties and private events. So we're looking forward to that section of our business blossoming. Um, we also are looking forward to seeing our, um, we do a huge private reserve program and we're looking forward to growing that. Um, our private reserve program is where, let's say you are interested in making wine with us. You can come to our space. We will help you through the entire process of making your own barrel of wine. We'll talk to different mm -hmm. grapes that we can bring in for you. We can talk to different types of barrels, whether it's French oak or neutral oak or Hungarian oak and what each type of oak can impart onto your wine. And then there we bring the grape we bring the grapes in and you can be involved in the process of the of the production process the pressing and the bottling and all of that and at the end you have your own barrel of wine with your own customized label and it's yours so we're looking forward to growing that program we have a wine club that yeah we are looking forward to growing also we started that last year and you get um with our wine club you get wine different wines every quarter yeah and so we're looking forward to growing that program and then we're looking forward to as i mentioned a little while ago expanding our distribution a little bit more we want to have our wines in more local restaurants and more local breweries and then also throughout the country we want to work with different distribution channels to have everybody throughout the country be able to experience our wine so five years from now it's going to be exciting mm -hmm. that sounds great uh, one of the things came to mind as you're, you're doing that and you're talking, you you were talking earlier about uh, running out of certain wines. Yeah. And how do you keep the your customers informed as to what's what's live and what's not? Yeah, absolutely. So our social channels are definitely a good way for that. Also, our website has everything that we're currently selling. So we keep customers informed through that. We have a monthly newsletter that goes out that talks about new releases that are coming. Usually once a month, we'll do a different wine release for mm -hmm. something else that's coming out, whether it be a red or a white or one of our ciders. Um, so that's, you know, signing up for our newsletter is a great way for that. Um, you can do that off of our website. But just paying attention to our social, um, our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, they give them a little heads up and going, okay, last chance. Yeah, Run absolutely. Running low. Are you, do you have a set? I mean, I'm sure you have set because you have certain wines that you always want to have. Mm -hmm. But I mean, do you, are you constantly experimenting with new, uh, different kinds of wines? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our Matt and Brian, they're constantly experimenting with different yeast strains that will bring different flavor profiles, different... It, They'll just bring different notes forward with the different grapes and the different varietals. Um, always some different red blends that we're looking to experiment around a little bit with. Well, super. I'm going to give you one last chance. Is there yeah. something else we're, that you think the listeners should hear about Cellar uh, Beast Wine House? Just come out and give us a, give us a try. You yeah. know, if um, you're not going to be disappointed, you will not... Um, We'd love to have you come out to either one of our locations, do a guided tasting. 
learn about everything that we are and everything that we have to offer. And um, you're going to enjoy yourself. That sounds great. Thank you so much, Kim, for being here and being on the podcast and Cellar Beast Winehouse. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Estonians. Have a great day.